Hello everyone, welcome to the Afterstroke podcast and today we're going to observe a recovery method and rate it according to a 5 star scale, comparing it to the conventional recovery method in the hospital. This is of course where the patient would usually be sitting in the hospital for 2 weeks before actually undergoing recovery and um, rehabilitation and it could take over a year roughly for the person to get most of their processes back which includes walking, speech, cognitive abilities. And I would say that this is very inefficient. And many people can agree with me in terms of how inefficient this is because the model used for this recovery method is over 150 years old. But before we talk about the effectiveness of the method, I'd like to take a short ad break. And also, I've we can see that this is inefficient because it takes a huge sum of money so economically it's inefficient as well about and the stroke contributes to about 26 billion pounds per year about 4400 pounds can be saved from thrombolytic treatment and a lot of things can be reduced so like the time in the hospital the time of the person's life spent on recovery so we need a more recent method because, of course, uh, like I said before, this is the method for the model for this is over 150 years old. And the method that I've found out is by Dr. John Krakawa, which we're going to be discussing today. And he's a researcher at Dr. John Hopkins Univers- uh, Hospital. And his approach is less based on making the pr- uh, less based on prolonging the recovery as much as possible. So. He published a paper in 2018 titling it a non-task oriented approach based on a high dose playful movement exploration for the rehabilitation of the upper limb early after stroke proposal. And let's just deconstruct this. There are four major points that he discusses. He talks about how post-stroke recovery is based upon compensatory strategies. So how it's task orientated based on the fact that um, it's based on certain tasks that the person operates in daily living he also talks about how um, it's uh, to increase maximum efficiency for recovery playful strategies is probably the best way to go to make sure the patient is in a comfortable environment that makes them very happy as they're going through this problem and we, we can also see that he says we should start recovery as soon as possible to increase maximum efficiency, which of course is not something that most people can do uh, support with. The next thing he actually says is that there is a mechanism that the brain actually has of self-repairing itself, and there is much evidence for this, and we'll go into this in a later episode, but we can see that there is a sensitive period in humans as they undergo a stroke in which plasticity actually increases and behavioral gains can be maximized by engaging intrinsic neural repair processes. So let's go through this entire thing in detail. So number one, talking about why he's, what is he suggesting against the compensatory strategies that we adopt to make sure that we can um, just go through daily life. He says that making a person, training a person to pick up a cup would only make them pick up a cup. So he's saying that task-oriented training is only specific to the tasks that they do. 
they won't be able to do things that they want in a various way because they're not practicing what they want. They're not practicing those neural processes to be able to do various tasks. So um, he says in his game, of course, if we look, we can see that he has this arm robotic, this robotic arm that is the that is controlling a dolphin in a game to make sure the dolphin can eat some fish. This is, of course, very interesting because the patient is controlling the arm, but it's not task orientated, of course, because it's it's um, not specific to a certain area. The next thing, of course, is how, as a child, it introduces childlike play mentality, which is very important when it comes to these sort of things because when you introduce a childlike mentality, it makes the patient much happier in a better mental state during recovery and it also encourages faster development, which is very much what we're trying to achieve here. So overall, I would say currently, his, his method looks pretty pretty good Pr pretty good but there is a kind of a problem the problem is that of course I told uh, as the title says it only affects the upper limb we can only see these recovery methods for the upper limb we can see that it affects the arms but that's it we cannot see any strategies against lower limbs which of course we can introduce but we need some creative ideas for that process to happen although the overall overall concept is quite interesting and if we look, it's, it's, it needs to be implemented. The, the game-like strategies need to be implemented. In his video, he argues that 15% of the time in the first two weeks, the post-stroke is when the patient actually is mobile. So the, the critical window of recovery is not being used. Because of course, as I said before, there's a self-healing mechanism within the brain in which the, the recovery is heightened due to the increased plasticity of the brain at that particular time. Of course, let's look at the studies that he has performed to actually observe this um, conclusion. So, what they did was they found they took a lot of mice and trained them to grab the cheese before eating it. Of course, um, since they weren't fully trained, they had 60% chance of success. But then they introduced a stroke to this rat. And the result plummeted to 30%, which is natural, but they prolonged the recovery. So they made the mice to recover after a period of five days. But when that happened, the recovery never got quite above 40%, despite the progress. So we can see that they never quite reached the level that they were. And we've been taught that that's how, that's what stroke does to you. You lose neural neural processes and you will never reach quite to the level that you were however then they performed for the second they performed the same experiment but instead of prolonging the recovery they made the recovery happen in the same day this boosted the performance to a similar chance of success in one day and sometimes of course they the chance of success was higher I mean, I could say that mice are not really similar to humans, as their brains might be different, their plasticity may be different, and their rate of recovery may be different. But the principle behind what he's saying is there. It, 
it's clearly obvious and it's very much out there. And that's why what he said, the sensitive period where there's like, there's a period where brain pretty much self-heals itself. And we can see that we are missing out on this approach. We're missing out on this faster approach that would be much more effective and much easier to use. Instead, we're going for the more difficult option of trying to bring out neural residue and reducing neuroplasticity, which of course takes a longer time, a lot longer time and a lot longer costs, a lot, lo lot more costs. I mean, I believe what he said is valid, of course does prolong the recovery and it makes it more difficult to recover but I also agree that tests has to be done before doing anything to assess the situation because otherwise of course if it was a ischemic or hemorrhagic stroke of course I didn't get into this the different the type of stroke is very important because ischemic strokes would um, have a faster rate of recovery than hemorrhagic because of course there's no bleeding occurring and ischemic of course is the most cases um, have an easier chance of uh, easier better chance of survival for ischemic than hemorrhagic because there's no bleed and we can easily get rid of a clot by injecting a anti-clotting agent but we cannot easily heal a blood vessel because we cannot control how fast the body healed itself so I would say to balance these two these two things to because it's it does prolong the process but it, we need to test it i should say we should improve our testing recording and retrieval methods because and make it faster and efficient and much easier to um use and we should give attention to acute patients and a lot more and make analysis a lot quicker but overall i really like this method this uh, method really does um encompass what stroke recovery should be because it does take into account the patient's mental health and um, how they are feeling while trying to piggyback on a faster more efficient method to make sure that the patient has this quick recovery with less time in the hospital as much as possible and that's been it thank you for listening and uh, i like to say um so it's a pleasure to have you all listen to me all the sources for whatever i'm saying will be in the description um and of course if you want to see more about it and thank you for listening that's been it catch you guys in the next one goodbye <laughs>